Good day everyone, I'm Mason Rayburn and this is the Rayburn Report. Today we're going to be discussing the ballot measures that will be appearing this November in Georgia. If you don't have a lot of time, the basic four ones are suspension, disaster relief, eggs, and timber. I would recommend voting yes, yes, no, and no. So that's yes for suspension, yes for disaster relief, no for eggs, and no for timber. So the Georgia State Legislature referred two constitutional amendments to the ballot. One is an amendment to suspend pay for certain public officials if they are suspended from office for being indicted for a felony, and an amendment to allow local governments to grant temporary tax relief to certain properties that are damaged or destroyed due to a disaster. The legislature also passed, and the governor signed, two measures to create or expand tax exemptions, which require voter approval according to the state constitution. One for merged family-owned farms with expansion to include dairy products and eggs, and one for a timber equipment. So the first one, the Georgia Suspended Compensation for Assembly Members and Public Officials Indicted for a Felony Amendment. So currently, under the state constitution, assembly members and public officials who are suspended from office due to the indictment for a felony still receive compensation until they are convicted. So why is this on the ballot? This measure was introduced in the state legislature after the Atlanta Journal-Constitution reported in late January that Georgia Insurance Commissioner Jim Beck was receiving pay and benefits since being indicted for federal wire fraud, mail fraud, and money laundering charges in 2019. The charges included allegations that Beck stole over $2 million from his former employer and used those funds to pay for his 2018 campaign. Beck was elected to the office on November 6, 2018, and was suspended from the office by Governor Brian Kemp on May 16, 2019. Beck said, quote, I am, in fact, innocent of these charges. In these circumstances, it would be inappropriate for me to resign as Commissioner of Insurance, end quote. Because Beck was suspended and he did not resign, the state has been compensating him, as well as John King, Kemp's, appointed, Kemp's appointment to fill the position during Beck's suspension. On October 12, 2021, U.S. District Court Mark Cohen sentenced Beck to seven years and three months in prison. So this one seems like something that should be pretty simple. Uh, you know, if you are indicted and you're suspended from position and you cannot fulfill it, you shouldn't be compensated for it. There is a presumption of, you know, you are innocent. Just because you are indicted does not mean that you are found guilty. But the fact that the taxpayers in the state of Georgia do have to pay your replacement as well means that it's just costing extra money while we just wait to see what the final verdict is on you. So I believe in voting yes on this one. Um, seems like a an easy one to me, but you can make an argument that you know, you're punishing someone who may in fact be innocent. Number two, Georgia Temporary Property Tax Change for Disaster Areas Amendment. So this amendment was passed unanimously by both chambers of the Georgia State Legislature. State Representative Lynn Smith said that the amendment, quote, provides this option to communities who may face the same devastation that Coweta County did last year. It still breaks my heart that federal funding was denied for individuals, but House Resolution 594 would allow local governments to step in and provide an alternate pathway to direct relief for citizens of the future, especially if the federal government in Washington fails to do so, end quote. State Representative Lynn Smith sponsored the constitutional amendment after an EF4 tornado hit Coweta County in March 2021. Coweta County homeowners had to pay property taxes on 1,726 homes that were destroyed or damaged. Representative Smith said the officials in the city of Noonan, quote, wanted to be able to give some tax relief in 2021, end quote, 
but were not able to do so. So a yes vote supports authorizing local governments to, quote, grant temporary tax relief, end quote, with additional details to be defined in the statute, to properties that are damaged or destroyed due to a disaster and located within a nationally declared disaster area. So basically, you know, if your home gets destroyed and then the tax bill came due, it's kind of an insult to injury at this point. Um, I, I feel like you kind of need to, you got a lot more to take care of rather than, you know, taxes for a property that's no longer there. This kind of gives the governments a little bit more flexibility, like, hey, or, or, you know, any kind of tax relief. You don't have to wipe the slate clean, but you could get maybe half because the property was destroyed in half a year. You know, something more fair than kicking someone while they're down. So this is why this one's a yes for me. Number three, Georgia merged family-owned farms and dairy and eggs tax exemption measure. So a yes vote supports expanding certain property tax exemptions provided for agricultural equipment and certain farm products to allow any entity that is a merger of two or more family farms to qualify and extend the exemption to include dairy products and eggs. So basically, this uh, just grants tax exemptions for merged family-owned farms and then also grants a property tax exemption for dairy, egg, dairy and egg products. So... I kind of agree that, you know, dairy products and eggs that are produced, I'm imagining, by livestock should not be taxed as property. Uh, they probably be captured in some type of sales tax that, that gets passed on. But just giving a tax exemption for merged family-owned farms, which seems to be, you know, as long as it's two family-owned farms, it's okay. Um, I'm generally opposed to tax exemptions for something like this that's just for, for niche businesses, this measure was introduced as House Bill 498. The Senate unanimously approved the bill on March 31st, 2021, and the House approved the bill on March 31st, 2021, with a single no vote coming from Representative Mesha Maynard of uh, District 5656 of Georgia, the Fighting 56. Um, so clearly I'm in the minority believing that this kind of stuff shouldn't pass. I don't like granting a tax exemption for just one particular industry or one particular business. I do agree that dairy products and livestock products in general should not be taxed as property, but I would much rather the amendment solely focus on that rather than trying to get this merged family-owned farms in as well. So it's a no for me, but I'm pretty sure this one's going to pass. Number four, a Georgia timber equipment exempt from property taxes measure. So the ballot measure would exempt timber equipment from ad valorem property taxes beginning on January, 24, January 1st, 2023. Uh... I disagree with this. Why should timber equipment not be on ad valorem taxes? Same as when anybody goes to buy a vehicle, uh, buys a piece of equipment, uh, off-road equipment, including skidders, you know, debarkers, delimmers, chip harvesters, woodcutters, chippers, you know, all of that is ad valorem tax. It, it is a piece of equipment. Um, you do have to pay taxes on it. But, you know, if you are all taxes are bad type of person, then, yeah, you know, you could vote for this and you're kind of just taking property taxes out of local governments and state governments. Uh, for a little bit of history, from 2000 to 2020, 20 property tax measures appeared on the statewide ballot, of which 17 were approved and three were defeated. And two measures that were approved concerned exemptions for certain farm products and equipment. So... It's got a great track record of, of passing. Um, it, it's a no for me just because I don't believe in granting special taxes to, you know, things, very niche things like this. So 
no for me, but you know, teach their own. So those are the four ballot measures that are going to be appearing in November. As a reminder, the statewide election date is November 8th. August 22nd is the earliest day to apply for an absentee ballot. October 11th is the last day for you to register with October 10th being a state holiday. And October 17th is when advanced absentee in-person voting begins. Thank you very much for your time. I hope you have a good day.